How are you guys doing today? This is uh, David Brown with the podcast that doesn't have a name. Maybe I'll give it one. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, I didn't really want to make a podcast at first, but I did like the idea of ranting and rambling. And at the same time, I've been told by a lot of people that they would like to hear me do a podcast. So that's what we're here for. I was a little worried that how to come off making a podcast because, you know, I'm not exactly in the point of my life I need to be in myself. So it's like it might come off as a little condescending or narcissistic to think that I have the right tools to make a podcast. But, you know, the more I listen to a lot of podcasts, they're made by people who are on the right track. You know, you listen to the podcast and in the beginning, they, you go to episode one, they're not where they are now. And I don't mean like in a money standpoint, because this isn't for money. I don't want a dollar. This is for life progress this is to help people understand if only one person understands where i'm coming from and it betters their life it'll make all of this worth it so here we go i'm gonna try to dive in i'm gonna try to do it right for the first time so basically i wanted to talk about main character syndrome and talent because i think too many people are always trying to argue for absolutes when i don't think that's what anyone is ever talking about right you can say something like I don't think talent really exists and someone will immediately jump down your throat. No, of course there's talent. Of course there's talent. What do you mean it doesn't exist? It's like, I acknowledge that some people are born just built different. You know, there's no denying that. But what I mean is a much larger idea. And before you can finish it, people are so quick to cut you off. It's like they've defeated your point before you even get up to take your shot. You know, it's like basketball. How are you going to block my shot if I never shot it? Let me shoot first, then block it. If you're so confident in yourself, don't pressure me on the offense. Let me take the shot and then block it when I throw it up there, you know? So what do I mean by that? I mean that while I recognize that talent is definitely out there, I feel like too many people use that as an excuse for why they're not where they want to be. I see people all the time with dreams, goals, desires, and, you know, they start chasing them. A couple of setbacks happen and they're so quick to feel defeated. They're so quick to sit down and be like, wow, I can't do this. I'm not as good as him. I'm not as good as the next person. But then at the same time, while I feel bad for them and I do empathize, I see all these stories of people who say, yeah, I'm 100% hard work. Look at LeBron James. He's a great example. I don't like LeBron James, right? Like I like him as a person. I don't like him as a player, but I cannot deny him. So check this out. LeBron, if you don't follow basketball, is 6'8", about 280 pounds. If you have ever been in the gym in your life, you know, being 280 pounds at that height, that's insane. The amount of working out you have to do, the routine you have to have, the diet you have to have has to be so cultivated to get up there. You see people who are just absolute units, Olympic level figures. And I mean, they're six foot, 180, 190, 210, you know, this man is 6'8". That's so much extra height you have to deal with, so much more surface mass. And in that surface mass, he has built himself a wall of nothing but muscle almost. That is really impressive. But when you see him play the game, you can't help but say, man, he's so athletic. People don't give him credit to all the gym work he puts in, all the diet work he puts in. That man, uh, I think he said he spent over a million dollars a year on just making sure his body was good. A million a year. I'm not a money person, but I understand what money is. And a million dollars is not a small amount. And someone might say, well, that's a privilege. And you're right. That is a privilege. But he said it himself long before he had a million a year. He was still doing everything in his power to make sure his body was in the best shape he could get it in. And that's exactly my point. People are so quick to devalue things because it doesn't fit a narrative of I'm just good at it naturally. So they don't put in all the absolute work. You know, they're the type of people they go to school and they're satisfied with a 3.2 because they can't get a 4.0. 
not realizing that that extra effort could get them a 3.8 3.9 you don't have to be perfect to achieve your goals you don't have to be perfect to get what you need to get to in life you just need to put in effort it's effort 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 and it doesn't matter how much people say this people never want to listen they feel like they're being invalidated dehumanized minimized like oh, i put in the effort i put in the effort but here's the thing if we cut the crap if we keep it real honest if you talk to me about the effort you put in odds are if you're not anywhere near what you're trying to get to odds are if i listen i'm going to hear a problem i'm going to hear a critical flaw and i can point it out for you and the same goes for me if i'm not where i want to be and i'm discussing to someone who's already been in that field been in that area they're they're already there they can point out a critical flaw you can prove this to yourself and when you see these flaws it becomes increasingly hard to take these people seriously and i don't mean that in a disrespectful way i mean to say if you have flaws in your game if you have flaws in what you're doing and people are trying to fix those flaws for you you have to have the ability to look at that and say all right i hear what you're saying i hear what you're getting at let me improve i got a friend of mine a great guy named chauncey if he hears this chauncey knows what i'm about to say is all love and i want you to hear me and take it in stride and be better this guy Chauncey's an amazing basketball player. It doesn't everything doesn't have to be basketball, but I hang around a lot of ballers, so you know, I'm used to that subject. Well, this guy's a great basketball player. Technically a beast. I'm talking. He's got the whole package. The dribble, the handle, the speed, the shot. All he's missing is the power. He's not a big guy. It's a quick fix though. He can make any team, any team in the world, any D1 school, he can do it. He's already playing at a competitive level with D1 players when he plays around and practice in shrimp games and he's still missing the muscle that he needs but if he gets that muscle that's a force of nature he's like six one i think six one he can dunk easily easily if he gets muscle that boy's slamming the backboard if he gets muscle he's posting up he's slaying he's a giant slayer contact finisher no problem no problem at all he could be an absolute monster he already has insane range he's an athletic person he's been running track playing sports his whole life but he's got that muscle that's a little too lean he's got that track star muscle not that basketball player muscle and he was a track star but he wants to be a basketball star and you see what i mean when i say the flaws are critical it's always this one thing people have in their game that's really messing them it doesn't matter what sport it is college dreams culinary academics art there's always one major flaw people are usually committing before they get to the very top just one flaw away now, myself i had major flaws in a lot of things that i wanted to do and i still have major flaws but the goal is not to be flawless the goal is to address them and that's what i'm getting at too many people won't address them because they're so terrified of the idea that the person with talent just doesn't have to address them but the thing is right i don't believe in talent the way people believe in talent people hear talent and they're so quick to be like damn just naturally skilled but I, to my knowledge i've never met a person that's so naturally skilled they're playing at an elite level without any practice i see people that are quote unquote talented and they're still putting eight hours in the gym might not be 10 hours but they're putting eight video games the same way they're still streaming and playing that game for eight hours maybe not 10 and 12 like you do but they're still putting in that time to invalidate somebody because you don't like that they have it slightly easier than you that's never going to solve anything for you ever you're, you're never going to get anywhere complaining about someone else's hands in life you need to look at your cards and play with them the best you can if you end up falling short as long as you try you can say you put your heart into it there's no problem there's no problem you should be able to die satisfied so many players so many people 
have achieved somewhat close to their goal and they're happy. I think Chu Ching said it, even though he got big and he's major now, he was in his 30s, wasn't major yet. He still said he was happy with what he was doing, performing at local shows. You got to find a way to be happy with what you have and you got to find a way to be hungry for more. You can't always let yourself be put in the backseat because you're afraid to be the main character in your own life. How are you living waking up every day not excited to build, strive, and make yourself better? It doesn't make sense to me personally. If that's the life you want to live, fine, fine. But just know that energy is not welcome over here, respectfully. I need you to have that energy around me because people who want to better themselves are going to better me too because I'm going to compete with them. People always talk about how they're a competitor, but then when it's time to compete, they don't show up. They're terrified. They're terrified. It's a small thing. They're, they're worried about, oh, what if I lose? A competitor doesn't care about losing. They care about trying their hardest until they win. You're not going to catch me being terrified to do anything against anybody because I know I can only get better from it. I can only get better. You don't get worse from trying as long as you're really trying. What are you scared of? Father time's not on your side? All right. If you're trying to do something that has a time limit on it, do what you can. And then if it doesn't work out, break the time limit. People act like it hasn't happened. People act like there's not professional heavyweights, like there's not NBA stars who join the league as late as hell comparatively to everybody else. People act like there's no exception to the rule and then people are terrified of being the exception. What makes it so you can't be the exception to the rule? We see it all the time. People are talking about their stories, their miracle stories. You see this head chef who has a Michelin star. They talk about how they were homeless. And someone's all like, luck and miracles, luck and miracles. But what they don't realize is how much effort was put into that. I think my best example of this is um, Steve Harvey from uh, Family Matters. I actually did not know his story until last week. But when he was telling his story, I was so amazed because what he had said was he was damn near homeless. And what he said was he was just hustling so hard. He wouldn't give up. He, but he felt defeated every single step of the way. But he wouldn't give up. And then because of that, because he kept performing through all the exhaustion, the depression, the heartbreak, the anger, the frustration, he got a big shot because someone out there saw it. They saw his effort and they gave him a big shot and he killed his big shot. He got his, he got his opportunity, he killed it. And then he got another opportunity, he killed that. And then he kept killing it because he was hungry. He was so hungry to kill it. You have to be hungry. That's that simple. You have to be hungry. You want talent, you don't get to have talent, but you do get to have hunger. When people are out there competing with the best of the best and they say it's all hard work, you don't get to invalidate them and say, no, nah, they're not actually talented. If someone tells you they were worse than all their friends and everyone around them and they were the worst player and they try so hard to get better and they do it. Michael Jordan's a great example. He said it himself. He wasn't the best player. Now look at him. MJ, the magic man. Come on now. Magic Mike, literally the greatest player of all time, depending on who you ask. And you can debate that. That's fine. But you can't not have him in your top 10. And he worked for everything he had. You can't not have him in your top 10. So what's stopping you from working for everything you have? It's excuses. I don't like using that word often because I feel like it invalidates. But when it comes to chasing your goals, it is excuses. You are the only person. It doesn't matter how rough it is. It doesn't matter how many obstacles are put in your way. I understand there's disparity in this country. I understand there's issues in this country. I understand there's obstacles and roadblocks. But what you're not going to do is let those be the reason you don't put the effort you need to put in. Because at the end of the day, just because you keep getting kicked down does not mean you can't get back up and fight back. That's the biggest thing to me. It's how much, how willing are you to have what you want to have? And this isn't me saying that just because you ran up short that you're not worth anything. Because to me, I don't think there's a time limit on anything really. And even if there are time limits on things, I think you can still find a way. People 
who don't make it into the NBA still become skills coach and they play with the NBA all day. People who don't make it into the NBA become sportscasters and they actually cast those games. People who don't make it into the NBA become analytics and they talk about the game. People who don't make it into the NBA become personalities because they know the game in and out. They become coaches and they ended up, there are so many coaches right now coaching the NBA who as themselves were not the best players, but their IQ was insane. Their IQ was insane. Jason Kidd's a great example. He wasn't the best player, but his IQ is nasty. Now he's a coach, a major NBA coach. He's a big name in there. Doesn't matter if you like him or not, but he was a big name. Whether or not he's coaching anymore isn't the point. The point is that at a point in time, someone who wasn't that good at the sport managed to get a position that is comparable or arguable with the sport. You gotta find a lane. Life's too short to be talking about, I can't do it, I won't do it. At the end of the day, as far as I'm personally concerned, the only person that suffers if you don't put the effort in is yourself. It hurts my heart to say that, but I'm not going to stop trying because you gave up. The person around you is not going to stop trying because you gave up. That's another big issue with listening to what people say, being so afraid to be the main character. Do you think listening to someone telling you that you were not cut out for it is going to help you? Do you think there's anything good about it? Even if it was objectively true that you were never going to make it and didn't stand a chance, what do you gain from accepting that? What do you gain from listening to that ideology? What happens when you agree with that? Show me Show me the positive result of that. You give up and you become satisfied with something mediocre that you don't really love. All right, if that's what you're cool with, that's what you're cool with. But to me, that's just not acceptable. I hear people all the time say that they're good friends with people. And they say some of the nastiest things, some of the most defeatist things. They bring them down so hard. And it, to me, it's like, how can you call yourself friends? But more importantly, why are you hanging out with that person? If a person doesn't want to see you eat, why are you around them? Lord knows I won't. Lord knows you shouldn't. You don't gain anything from people bringing you down. Those aren't critics. Those are dehumanizers. A critic will tell you what you did good and then what you did bad. A good friend will tell you what you need to work on while also complimenting you. Because we're humans. There needs to be a touch of good and bad when you talk to somebody. It doesn't matter if it was all bad. Don't kill them. Tell them you like the effort to find something positive to say. If you cannot find something positive to say when you criticize, don't criticize because it's not necessary. You're killing somebody else's beliefs and dreams. And for what? Because you don't agree with them? That's okay. Keep your, keep yourself over there, man. Woman, person, thing. doesn't matter how you identify. If you're a person that tears people down, keep yourself away from them until you work on healing yourself. That's the end of this podcast. I hope you guys have a great day. Ladies, gent, men, others, however you identify, I hope you have a blessed day. And I hope that I can continue to do this and bring new perspective to your life.